have to be today so that you can show up as that version that you want to be tomorrow. Welcome to the Soul Joy Mindset Podcast, the podcast that invites, empowers, and equips women with the tools to release the hustle and grind and embrace a life of ease and joy. I am your host, Teresa Timms, a lover of life, strategic thinker, theologian, storyteller, sexy, sassy, freedom seeker, and coach. In each episode of this podcast, we will explore a topic that will help you change your mindset and ultimately change every aspect of your life. So sit back and hear yourself, see yourself, and truly believe that it is possible to live a life that brings your soul joy. So, desire. We all have a desire for something. We want something. You want something. Like there's something that you are desiring in your life. Whether that is um, a better relationship with your siblings, a better relationship with your parents or children. Maybe you want a relationship with an intimate partner. You want to be booed up, um, lose weight, get better credit, um, change careers. Um, maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to leave your job, leave your marriage. We all have some type of desire. And this thing of having a desire is a motivator. For a lot of people, it's a motivator to move you beyond where you are. But for a majority of people, um, desire can also be so intimidating that it keeps them stuck. And then, so that's the extremes, it's a motivator or it keeps someone stuck. But then there are the people in the middle where they have a desire, but they have a DIY mindset. So what is a DIY mindset? I'm glad you asked. A DIY mindset is a do-it-yourself mindset. And it is, you know, Pinterest is big. Pinterest, and before Pinterest, um, I remember crafting of like making scrapbooks, going and buying the Cricut machines and the patterns and all that kind of stuff to make scrapbooks and all of these DIY projects. And it is do-it-yourself. And do-it-yourself gives, it's you, you buy the tools, you get the stuff that you need, you put in the time and effort, and ta-da, you have this finished product that you are so proud of. But how many of you, like myself, have projects that you started but you never finished? Like, I have so much scrapbook stuff and it's like, I have all this stuff and I have maybe one or two finished scrapbooks and I have no idea where those finished scrapbooks are. There are so many projects that we've started that we say we're going to take on that we have put up bit like mood board, Pinterest boards around how we're going to do it. And a majority of those projects are left undone and they're left undone because it's DIY. And the problem with having a DIY mindset is that most DIY mindset stuff is grounded in a few things. First of all, it is grounded in hustle. It's once upon a time you had to do DIY, so you are so accustomed to the hustle and the work of DIY. And you believe that if you do not do it yourself, that you won't have it or it's not attainable to you. And for instance, um, instead of buying a dresser from an actual 
furniture store that it's already assembled it's like i just gotta go to ikea and assemble spend all the time assembling it or even if you buy the ikea dresser you aren't willing to pay somebody else to come in task rabbit or somebody to come in and put it together because of this diy mindset and what that does is that it takes your time, it takes your energy, and it's not your area of expertise. <laughs> and the problem with the DIY mindset is that it actually slows us down in a lot of situations. That a lot of times things that we really should let go and outsource to an expert we are procrastinating on the thing. We are taking our time with the thing because it's not an emergency. It's, that doesn't have urgency in it. So that's the one thing, it's grounded in hustle. Secondly, it's grounded in trust. That a lot of times we do DIY stuff because we don't trust other people to do it. That we have to do it and if we don't do it, it can't be done right because nobody can do it like us. That controlling type thing, but that really is grounded in a lack of trust. For instance, um, like cleaning your house. I, I will never forget. I wish I could find these people who were in this grad school class with me. Um, I was um, I was in grad school. I was in this women feminist studies class, and um, <laughs> this whole thing came up about paying people to clean your house. And I was like, absolutely no. Like you need to clean your own house X, Y, and Z. And my whole thing was like, why would I pay somebody else to do what I can do? It's not an issue of you not being able to do it. It's about all of the other ways that it frees you up so that you can, can do other things. We don't trust other people and it's mostly because of going back to the third point around the DIY, it's around scarcity. That this has to go right so I have to do it and it has to be done by me. Me, me, me. That is scarcity that's mistrust that's perfectionism it is this sense of hustle that i have to hustle and grind for everything if you grew up poor if you grew up marginalized if you grew up on the teeter-totter where your needs weren't always met somewhere in your life someone disappointed you and failed you and they didn't fulfill something to you they didn't follow through on something to you so what happened is that it's like i have to do it myself because somebody is going to disappoint me. Somebody is gonna mishandle my money. Somebody is gonna mishandle my trust. And all of those issues keep us in a DIY mindset. And after a while, it just, it steals from us. It robs from us because there are some things, there are a lot of things that we cannot DIY. I wanna give um, a story. So I became a parent overnight. If you've been following me, you know I became a parent overnight and I was in therapy and I had this kid. I like I, went, I literally went to the airport and picked up my nephew. My sister had died and there I was in Washington DC, a solo parent, no family around. And um, my, you know, I would, I it was me. So I had to go to the school to pick up the kid and then there's after school stuff. I didn't know nothing about no after school programming and all that kind of stuff, but I was a pastor. And the one thing about being a pastor that people don't understand is that a lot of our meetings happen in the evening because our parishioners work during the day. So like I would be in these meetings absolutely stressed out because it's like, I gotta go get my kid. I leave the meeting early. I'd be hustling and juggling. Like, then they have like 17 hours of homework and after school stuff. And then my therapist said to me, so why don't you just hire somebody to to help you? And I was like, what? Like, 
hire somebody to drive my kid around like all of these alarms went up in my head of like one i was a solo parent raising this kid overnight i did not have any extra money i did not have any extra resources and she was like what is the fear inside of you about hiring help and it was like i don't have enough the scarcity I don't have enough money. Two, I was sexually abused as a child. So this alarm in me of I can't trust somebody else with my child. So two, trust. And three, of like I need to manage that person because I need to be in control. And my therapist said to me, there's so much that you can do to safeguard against all of those. You cannot afford not to hire some help with you and your nephew. And so... I was in a meeting, of course, like I'm looking at my clock. I couldn't leave early. People was taking a vote, you know, taking a vote. People got an opinion on everything. They taken the vote. I leave the meeting late. I So the thing that I was worried about was going to pick him up. I couldn't go pick him up. I couldn't leave this meeting because I needed to be in the meeting. Was I in the meeting? No, I wasn't fully present in the meeting because I was thinking about him. So it ain't working, one, because I'm not present in the meeting. Two, it's not working because I still showed up to pick. He's still there late. I'm late picking him up. And then, y'all, I didn't know this, but the aftercare places charge you by the fraction of the hour for being late for picking up your kid. So by the time I picked him up, I'd already owed like 50 something dollars because this was Washington, D.C., 50 something dollars to pick him up. And it was like defeated, defeated, defeated. So I'm hungry tired angry he's hungry tired sad like nervous and you know upset because i'm not there to pick him up and then i hired a graduate university student and that student picked him up from every after school activity took him home tutored him helped him with his homework warmed up the dinner that i already had prepared in the crock box the crock pot in the refrigerator like that graduate student hiring that graduate student like changed my life because i could not diy it myself that was a long story to say all these things that i was worried about i needed to hire some help i was thinking i could diy piece it together myself and you know what else that graduate student not only did for me it gave my nephew another adult person to trust to have tutoring with who picked him up made sure happen and then if you are if you were my friend in washington dc you know i was at every happy hour every event on the weekends if somebody had a bridal shower or a baby shower the 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 um the sitter her name was amanda would pick him up take him to the museum take him to the baseball game take him to the soccer practices while i lived a full life i was able to reclaim my life when i got help when I got somebody to help clean my house, when I got somebody to help. So also it was the limiting mindset in my own brain around hiring help. I came from a place where we were the help, that we were the domestic workers. So I had all these things in my mind about what it meant to hire somebody to help you. Those were my own things. And then I had um, shame of saying like, oh, I have somebody that drives my child around. And then I realized, Almost everybody in D.C. got somebody to drive their child around. And then when we moved to Princeton and he was older, he had his own Uber account. I could see where the car was going, but I wasn't having to get up and leave and go and worry and panic. The DIY mindset is exhausting and it robs you of your ability to do things. So 
If you've been trying to lose weight, if you've been trying to save money, if you want to have a better relationship with your parents or your siblings, all of the desire things that I asked you at the beginning of the live, all of those desire things, you have been trying to DIY it yourself. You've been reading books, downloading apps, going to conferences, going on the prayer line, combing through this information. You got a PhD in Googling because you have been the S the SEO analysis like you have been busy doing all of that DIY stuff and it is exhausting if you do not trust someone else to help you do it like why would I spend my time doing a DIY oil change on my car when I can just drive to the new I can just let somebody else do it who has an expertise in it instead of me I could like there's definitely a million YouTube videos on how I could change my own oil in my car but it's self-defeating when we spend time DIYing things and not everything is DIYable. Not everything is, is something that you can DIY. Spend the money to pay for the extra help because it pays in return. It pays in return. So what isn't working? These are, these are the hard things. I had to write them down because I didn't want to forget them. Um, a lot of times we spend a lot of, we spend a lot of time combing through when you have a DIY mindset you are constantly combing through researching looking at, at analyzing comparing going back and forth and what happens is that you're collecting information but not applying the knowledge you're collecting information and not applying knowledge knowledge is only power when you apply the knowledge so you have all I have all the books on dieting and exercises and strength training and all the things, but it doesn't matter how much I zoom and Google and how many lives I watch and how many notes I take if I don't apply it to my life. So that's number one. Um, buying things isn't enough. Like buying the thing is not the return on investment. Buying the thing doesn't get you to to the thing. So you've bought an app, you've bought the books, you bought a program, you've bought this, you bought that, but buying the thing <laughs> isn't the return. People have exercise equipment that's turned into to clothes racks. You got gadgets in the kitchen you ain't never used. Like buying the thing doesn't give you the value out of the things. Also, what isn't working is your lack of commitment isn't working. That you can't like start and then stop. You can't do it for two weeks and then stop. You can't go hard in the paint for three months, then stop. Like it is a commitment to it over and over again, especially if it's the desire. Like it is the desire that you're thinking about. And then the last two are things that you know that I'm gonna say, um, it's fear. It's fear, like we have a desire and there's a limiting belief inside of us that don't believe we're worthy of having it. That there was something inside of me that says, who do you think you are for hiring a driver for your kid? Who do you think you are hiring somebody to clean your house? There was a woman who was on um, one of these morning news shows, Good Morning America or Today Show, and she was talking about how she hired a night nurse for her baby. She had a brand new baby, and she just really needed to get sleep so that she can go back to work and to be present during the day. So she hired a, a night nurse. Do you know how many people 
like blew up the comments like no but the, the 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 journey of motherhood and parenting is that you're supposed to stay up at night with your child you're supposed to do this to the these women were raking this woman through the coals because she hired somebody to help her at nighttime with her baby and the added layer on top of that for me anyway was that this was a black woman so there was also this nuance to me about um how dare you black woman hire someone to help you with your child at night like that's not what we do and it was just very interesting the comments and the feedback about she is supposed to stay up all night with her child not hire any help so because that's the rite of passage that's what women did over time that's what grandparents did over time and then of course me i was thinking mm, that's what black women have been doing over time for so many others as they've had their children we've been wet nurses and night nurses but that's a whole nother conversation but this DIY mindset that you have to do it yourself, this woman was like, no, like I need to sleep at night so that I can be prepared the next day. Like it robs us of so much. And so there's fear around what other people will think about you if you invest in a coach, if you invest in a personal trainer, if you invest in a Peloton or a driver or a house cleaner. There's all these other things that we're concerned about and it is a mindset. DIY mindset is truly this way of thinking that it has to be hard. It has to be a struggle. It has to be this way or it's not worth something. That it has to be a home cooked meal every night or or it's not a good meal. And where does that come from? Like where does this I have to do it myself. Investigate the work under that. The last thing I want us to consider is the DIY mindset, it doesn't last, like it can't get you further in your goals because of exhaustion. You are so exhausted and then you become resentful of doing it yourself that that like it's it's just you're not able to do it. So that desire that you named or you thought about at the top of this live. Think about how long you've had that desire, how long you've had a desire to lose weight, save money, get out of debt, get married, have a relationship, whatever that is. You've probably had it for so long because if you could do it yourself, why haven't you already? If you could do it yourself, why haven't you? And the truth is you cannot do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. And so instead of continuously like trying to force yourself to do it, it's not because you don't have the willpower. It's not because you don't have the discipline. It's because that thing that you're trying to do, you need more expertise than you have and you need to let it go. So I want you to think about like the DIY stuff is good for like short term solution, but it's not long term sustainable. Like Ikea furniture is nice and great, but it's not like good and rugged for the long haul. Make an investment for the long haul. Make life changes for the long haul. Make life changes for the long haul. So that's the one thing. If you think about that desire, where do you see yourself not next year, but five years from now? The next thing is, the thing that I say to myself is, who do I need to be today so that I can be who I want to be tomorrow? Who do you have to be today so that you can show up as that version that you want to be tomorrow? 
this summer. Like if you have goals around this summer, if you have goals around a vacation this summer, who do you need to be today so that you can be who you want to be this summer? So that means, <laughs> who do I need to be today so that I can go on vacation this summer? I need to be somebody who saves my money. I need to be somebody who takes vacation. Now, like I need to put in the vacation time in January for the July vacation. I need to be somebody, if I know I don't want to travel by myself, I need to go ahead and start talking to my people about traveling with me. If I want to have... If I want to have um, hot girl braids in my hair this summer, who do I need to be? I need to be a person who put, a, put away my razors and stop cutting my hair. Like, who do you need to be today? If you want to have a higher credit score by July, and I keep saying July instead of January because January seems so, so far away that we put shit off and be like, oh, that's, that's next year. It's January this year. I ain't worried about January next year. But if you aren't clear about who you need to be today to get to January of next year, you're not going to make it. If you, whatever it is, you need to be clear today about who you need to be today so that you can show up as who you desire to be whenever that time comes. And what I'll close with is that who you see in front of you today, who this version of me that you see today has been in the making over the last 11 years, has been intentionally in the making over the last 11 years. And why I got so verklempt when I saw that Peloton, so Peloton posted me on their Instagram page and I, I didn't even know it. I, like I was working, I didn't see it, I didn't notice it. And then um, I saw that someone Tunde had like tagged me in it and I was like, wait, that's me. And that's a Peloton post. And I was like, why it made me cry and why I'm about to cry now is because 11 years ago, I was 457 pounds. I could not walk down the block. I could not fit in my clothes. Like I had work professional events that I didn't go to because I could not fit in my clothes, like the largest size that I had. Like I could not walk up a flight of steps that I dealt with my fear and anxiety by eating pints and pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Like. The version of me that you see in 2022, I chose me, this version of me, back in 2011. Like, this, this, who you see today, I chose to show up over these years as this version of myself. So when you see people at their best, when you see people at their spotlight or whatever, what you don't see is who they had to choose to be over the years, the months, the days to be here. Like this this life that I have now, it's not because I woke up and it was here. It's because I started having this desire for this life 11 years ago, eight years ago. And even now with Soul Joy Coaching, a year ago, a year ago, I did not have a coaching business. And then the pandemic happened, people started reaching out to me and it was like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show up to it. The DIY mindset is costing you way more. The return on the investment is not worth it. Make the investment in yourself to trust someone to carry you through the journey and make the decision now of who you need to be today so that you can be the version of yourself that you need to be um, in the coming days. Are you the superhero in everyone's life but your own? Are you exhausted? 
overwhelmed, and feel stuck in a cycle of working hard with nothing to show for it? Are you stressed, struggling with your health, lack intimacy, and a sense of personal fulfillment? This episode is brought to you by my Soul Joy Coaching six-month signature mindset program that empowers women who are ready to break toxic cycles and unhealthy habits so that they can claim their identity and voice to show up to life unapologetically. We use a curriculum and framework that is grounded in joy and centers vision, strategy, community, and an abundance of love and encouragement. I guarantee you that Soul Joy Coaching will change your life. If you're ready for joy, let's talk. Visit my website, www.teresatims.com, and take my joy assessment. This assessment will give you insight and help you to identify patterns and your growing edges. Use this score as information to help you take the next faithful step in claiming joy in your life. Go ahead. Book a call today to get your score at www.teresatims.com.